All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the 2023 NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. Tonight's player, we're going to talk to about talk about Marvin the Martian. Marvin Mims, 5'11", 185-pound junior from Oklahoma. And I'm really super excited to bring on Kevin Coleman from Football Guys and the Debbie Royale. Kevin, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good to be on here. Talked a little bit. Rookies. We can never have enough talk about rookies, right? We just talked about that. But no, I'm excited to, <laughs> excited to yeah. dive into Marvin. I like Marvin. And, and and he's somebody that like we've talked about a little bit um, in our Patreon and like about advanced analytics. I'm not really an analyst guy, but like I, I, I think he fits a lot of bo- checks, a lot of boxes as a prospect. He does. Yeah, definitely. All right, real quick, the background is profile, four-star prospect from the class of 2020. He played at Lone Star High School in Frisco, Texas. He was named Mr. Football by Dave Campbell's Texas Football as a senior. Um, 37 catches for 610 yards, nine touchdowns as a freshman. 32, 705, and five as a sophomore. As a junior last year, he had 54 grabs for 1,083 yards, six touchdowns. He led the Big 12 in yards per reception in 2021 and 2022. Also, he was third in the NCAA both seasons, had a really solid combine with a 4.38 40-yard dash, 39.5-inch vertical jump, 10.9 broad jump, and a 6.93 cone. So definitely like seeing those numbers from Marvin. All right, let's get into the tape, though. That's what we're here for. Kevin, what do you see? What skills does Mims have that you think will make him successful in the NFL? I mean, the biggest thing that stands out to me is his speed and his ability to stretch defenses. So when you're looking at it just overall, 40% of his targets – um, are deep 20 yards down the field. So when you watch it, and that's all of his, his in terms of his career at, at Oklahoma. So he, he, it's a deep ball. Like in terms of what he does as a prospect, um, he, he's definitely going to be that downfield threat. Um, 600 of of a thousand yards this last year on deep ball passes. So when you're looking at overall and his, and his perspective there, he's going to have that. And all six of his touchdowns this last year was the deep passes. So like he's a, he's quintessential deep threat. Like that's what you're looking at here in terms of what he does. Well, I think he works really well in a vertical passing scheme. So like you've seen that, um, he does also, I think from a, I think from a tape perspective, but also just to be able to make it on the field, he has return game experience, right? So like if he's a special teams guy, he can get out there. And I think that's exciting too, when we're talking about these kind of mid round, late round guys. And I think that he has good ability to work the ball in space. Like he, he gets in space and he can make guys miss. He's been doing that since his freshman year kind of came out in that 2020 season. And he was really explosive and he improved every year and with a new quarterback, almost essentially every year, Rattler, Williams, Gabriel. Um, and, and when you're looking at what he's been able doing those systems that he's played in he's just been very solid producer very good on the field in terms of what he does and i think we know what he is like we comped him to curtis samuel in our rookie guide and i think in terms of like play style and what he could be i think you're looking at that as a as a ceiling and i don't think that's a terrible thing for like a maybe a late second early third round pick in rookie drafts oh yeah absolutely i think the thing that stands out on tape is like you said his vertical his vertical is Vertical ability to create separation, to track the football, adjust to it while it's in the air. I don't know how many times you'd see on, you know, that they he would run around in the secondary and all of a sudden he was 15 yards past all the defensive backs. You're like, what in the heck is he doing to do that? (laughs) So you see a lot of that. He didn't have any drop issues. His hands are good. Um, Very competitive when he has the ball in his hands. And then you love his running after the catch ability too. Very elusive in the open field. Um, so do you think he's going to be pigeonholed mainly to the slot or do you think he's got some outside ability? Uh, th- this is the question mark. I, you know, right. I think he, so when you're looking at just where the numbers are and, you know, in terms of like where he was in college, like, I think he could 
maybe play on the outside, but I, I think he's going to be that slot guy that's playing in there. Um, his, he does better against zone, which kind of makes me think right, like right, when you're looking yeah. at, when you're looking on the inside, I think he can find those areas. Like he was pay, uh, wide receiver 36 this last year and covered versus zone. And in man, you're looking at like wide receiver 70. And that's not as great as you like to see there. So like, I really do think like just based on the advanced stats, what you're looking at probably slot, like when you're there, like Samuel, the type of guy that can get moved around a little bit, it, 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 especially like just, he's got to go to like, I feel like for him, landing spot matters in terms of how they're going to use him. And I know a lot of these guys, we say that with, but like, I think that oh, yeah. if they have a plan for Mims, able to move him around, get him into that usage where we see like big playability and like more of a vertical passing scheme would be great. Like um, I actually think the Seahawks would be a fun little spot for him. Like in, if they drafted him later, you know, with DK and then you have Lockett there and I know Lockett kind of plays that role, but some guy that they can learn behind, I wouldn't hate that. I like the bills. I don't know what the bills are doing right now, but like if he, if he went into someplace <laughs> yeah. like that in terms of where you're looking at verticality and they could use him in the slot, I know they have Khalil there. So maybe not, maybe, they, maybe they like Khalil more, um, but Mims could do that. I just think, yeah, I think just based on the numbers and everything there, slot is probably deemed what he is, but it doesn't mean that he can't play on the outside. I just think he's limited, especially with the numbers against man to man. With the releases that he that he's you know he he'll get a free release from the slot, so it definitely makes most sense to have him there. Yeah. Uh, what are you what are you concerned about? What do you think can hold him back? I mean, I th I think overall, like you know, I think that he's had his frame physicality thing. I think could limit his upside. I he's got he's got it's not that he's small like i don't, I don't want to like think that he's small right. small but i do think that getting jammed and those type of things is something he's gonna have to work on at the line of scrimmage and these these smaller guys in, in this area like that's one of those things that you have to look for and say okay can he get get that release um i do think in a slot it'll be a little bit better i i do also think that even though he is a slot guy i don't necessarily know like if he has that, as much experience as he needs to be like right away, I think he's going to have to develop into that because even at, at Oklahoma, they play, put him on the outside a little bit too. Like there was out there, but he didn't have to face that press coverage either. So there, there is limitations there for him. And, and when you watch the tape, which, cause we're degenerates, we do this a lot with Mar with Mims. Um, Oklahoma really schemed him, like motioned him away from contact. So there was a lot of like pre-snap motion away from getting that contact from those corners and the physical coverage. And I think that's the big red flag. I think the big red flag for me is, is Mim strong enough to get off that line against these NFL level corners and be able to create that separation that's needed. And I think that is where we've seen guys like this fail before. And, and that's really what it kind of kind of lays out for me. I think as a receiver, you the ball tracking's there. Like the the vertical, you know, the, the over the top, be able to get defenses over the top, those type of things are there for him. Um, the biggest thing is that can he get there? Can, is he going to be physical enough to get there and, and get to those areas to show his strengths? Right. Like, like you said, you mentioned the size and it's the wingspan too. I mean, he's only got a 31 and five eighths inch arm length, you know, so he's not going to be able to do that. And then you'd like to see more route running. Cause like you said, the, and even in the slot these days, you, you get slot corners that will jam and do things like that. And I'm a little, always a little hesitant with guys like this. I know he's not the same player as Anthony Miller, but I love the hell out of Anthony Miller when he was coming out just because I thought he was a slot guy that could stretch the field. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm always a little worried when you get a guy <laughs> like Mims that can do a lot of those things also. And he kind of, kind of worries me a little bit. So let's see here. What do you have in your rookie rankings? Like wide receiver? Oh what? man, he, he is. So he's going to be in that third tier for me. So when I'm looking at my rankings and going through, 
I, I think he's going to be, I I'm not very, I'm not going to be super high in terms of like, I know right. some guys have him pretty high there. Um, let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, he is a, uh, he's seven for me. So he's in that tier with, you know, I think, I think it really goes Josh down, Zay Flowers, however you want to do that. And then it's Mims, Hyatt, Rasheed Rice, Hutchinson in that tier. I think the draft capital will separate him a little bit. Um, but I, I have Mims in that six, seven range. Over JSN? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. no. Yeah, JSN, JSN's one. Uh, okay, Clinton, all right. Jordan, Josh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Zane yeah. and Mims down there, yeah. You didn't mention him. I'm like, whoo, let's get I really just assume He's up at the top. <laughs> this is my third right. tier. So he's like, uh, he's gotcha. basically in my third tier, number one. Um, it, it, And dude, just landing spot. Where is he going to go? That'll separate those guys in that third tier. All right, absolutely. NFL mock draft database. He's projected to go the third round. I think that's a sweet yeah. spot. I think third, fourth round. Um, do you have any other fits that you'd like for him other than the Seahawks? Uh, yeah, you know, um, Cowboy? Cowboys. Through, do you say Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. What do you think? Oh, my, my, my no? team here. You're going to, I think, <laughs> I think, I think I liked it before they got cooks. So as soon as they got cooks to me, um, I think that kind of gets them out of that. I don't know if even a draft wide receiver anymore. I don't know if they were really high on him and Mims doesn't, the Cowboys don't like small guys. They just never have. Like, that's why you saw Tolbert and those type of guys go there. Some some other ones that I, I noticed that he was kind of getting mocked to. Um, the Falcons would be an interesting spot. I don't necessarily love it from like a like because they need a quarterback, obviously. Yeah. But like if if you fit him in there with London and Pitts, and you get Mims that can kind of stretch that defense, I think the Falcons are like a sneaky play for him. If he goes that third round, goes to the Falcons, and and they can kind of be that big play guy, and he's kind of that boomer bust, kind of like that Samuel Curtis Samuel type ceiling. Um, I think I think the Falcons are an interesting area. Yeah, I can see him fitting on quite a few teams. Like you said, just as long as he gets the draft capital and the opportunity. I mean, that's key. He can fit into a lot of different teams. So, And then as far as player comp, you got Curtis Samuel. Is that right? Or Yeah, Curtis Samuel. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Curtis Samuel had a pretty good year. Was it last year? Two Before, years ago. Uh, two years last ago. Last year, he's a little banged up. A little banged up there. Um, I don't necessarily think Mims is like... Curtis has been used like as a runner. Like this is more strictly yeah. like a oh, receiving yeah. kind of profile. I, I think uh, like if you're looking at it from that perspective, I like Mims is a tougher one, but I, I like that Curtis Samuel slot guy kind of can play on the outside, can be that kind of vertical threat um, and does have some athleticism, underrated athleticism. Yeah, I can't see Mims do, doing the Devo thing or no. taking too many. <laughs> no, no, I would not recommend that. All right, Kevin, thank you very much for hopping on and talking about Marvin Mims. Tell everybody where they can find your Twitter on Twitter, find your work. I mean, you do a lot of really good stuff, so let everybody know. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at boys underscore 22. If you need like any type of um, advice, you can always um, slide in my DMs as long as you're nice um, and not going to yell at me for dumb takes. Uh, and then you can uh, find us, uh, find my dynasty content um, at footballguys.com. Uh, we're doing there and, and the YouTube channel. I do one video a week on there. Um, and then you can find, if you like Debbie College Football, uh, the Debbie Royale YouTube channel, and then also our Patreon. Excellent. Thank you very much, man. All right, you can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ, this podcast, Daily Draft RPRT. You're a part of the Campus Canton podcast family. Make sure you check all of those podcasts out. Thank you all very, very much for listening. We will be back tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow morning.